first and foremost, welcome to Passion Changes Everything. Thank you for being on the show. Yep, you're welcome. So we had a little mix up with the with the time because where are you located? Are you located in Idaho? I am in uh, the great Northwest. Northwest, nice. Cold. Yeah, so we're, yeah, I mean, it's freezing here too. You guys where have a lot of snow out there? Out of New York? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's okay. in Long Island. I'm in upstate. I'm close to okay. Canada. <laughs> yeah, so okay. we get the coldness. We, yeah, we had like 11 inches of snow yesterday and people were just freaked out. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, sold out of snow blowers, no plows in sight, you know. Oh, man. I think I've seen that on the news a little bit. Yeah, it was. we've had like our coldest winters out here in like five years. Usually we get that hammered pretty good. Mm. And this year has been very mild. Yeah, shout out to Global Warming. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Corey, yeah. you want to start us off? <laughs> what are you pouring, some school spirits? Hate student loans, but love drinking wine? This product is for you. Make sure to click the link in the description and visit School Spirits and use code PCE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Got it. PCE10 for the next purchase, baby. Enjoy the show. Our guest today is Jason Adams, the founder of Titan Elite Management. Jason, if you want to go in depth, give a little bio on what you do. Okay. Well, I founded it. Uh, I, I started it all because uh, I was supposed to be coaching a team. And the team folded while we were having guys coming into training camp. And I said, never again. Like, I would never, ever have signed up for anything like that if I would have known that that was going to happen. Um, so that's actually, actually what sprang and started all of this. Um, I, have, I have a great base of connections. And I was like, why not use it to, to place guys? Like, there's guys that need placement. Um, there's guys that uh, just need a chance. Uh, and I've been there. I understand. And um, that's kind of like where it started. I was just like, dude, I would never, I'll never deal with a team that's like that ever. So, and that's what kind of spurred this whole, this whole agency. And uh, I keep that in the back of my mind when I deal with guys. So. Absolutely. So uh, how, do you feel, how do you feel about like, um, what was the league that just folded the AAL? Yeah. So and, the AAL uh, and then the AFL went dormant as well. They, they sold out. That was the Philadelphia soul, that kind of stuff. Um, leaks come and go. It's very fluid right now. Everyone's, everyone's chomping at the bit to play. Um, from league commissioners to league owners to players. The players are just like, please, please, please. The teams honestly feel the same way. Like, um, there's, I'll use the CFL for example. The CFL lost a lot of revenue last year for going dormant for a season. Um, and luckily they're going to have a season this year and we'll go from there. But man, it's, it's a very fluid situation right now, uh, league per league. Um, I, saw, I saw something about, uh, wait, are we cutting off? What's going on? Are you there? Yeah. Oh, we're good. We're good. Well, I can go ahead. Somebody was trying to call. I, I, I'm so sorry about that guy. Somebody was trying to call in. So, oh yeah, you're good. Busy um, guy. Busy I see you guys started to close up a little bit. Yeah, you're fine. I you're am fine. a busy guy. Thankfully, thankfully I am. <laughs> um, 
So did you guys hear about the, what I was saying, uh, kind of explaining, I was just using the CFL for an example mm -hmm. yep. on, on how they, they, they went dormant. Every, every, every league is fluid. That's from indoor leagues all the way up to the NFL. Like people don't like, like millionaires and billionaires don't like losing money, guys. They want to play. Yes. Um, <laughs> and the CFL is the exact same way. Um, same with the indoor leagues. The indoor leagues, they, they can't go dormant for years and expect the fan base to be there. Luckily, like the Arizonas, uh, the Sioux Falls, those guys, those guys have amazing fan bases. So they're going to weather the storm. But it's the new teams, um, like the Oakland Panthers and all that kind of stuff that was supposed to be coming in the league in the IFL uh, that has went dormant right now. Um, and hopefully they come back. So um, guys are just chomping at the bit to play, guys. And you guys know it. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're near one of them. We're near one of the guys <laughs> that are always chopping at the bit to play. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. COVID was awful this year. That's it, it was tragic. And we're still not out of it yet. And I've had to try to um, explain to some of my clients, too, because uh, they're sprinkled throughout multiple different leagues, and each league is different. And, like, we can't get guys up for an in-person workout for Canada right now because the border's still closed. So we have. So how to are you guys going about that? Like filming? Yeah, well, we go back and forth. We send a bunch of film back and forth, information packets, documents, uh, Zoom calls, um, stuff like that. Uh, and then once the border opens, uh, there's going to be a, a huge exodus up there uh, for in-person workouts, facility workouts, that kind of stuff. But as of right now, uh, we, we, we just can't get up there. So we can sign contracts. We can do all that kind of stuff. Um, we can put uh, workouts in place. But until, until that border opens, it's, it's tough. So it's how is that like order. recruiting, like for you, I guess, to find that guy, especially at the smaller levels of mm -hmm. uh, like football and everything? So was it just strictly off tape or are you kind of used to being strictly off tape? Yeah. So I try to weed out the guys that I represent. Um, I try to like, can I actually place this guy? Because uh, there's a lot that goes into trying to place a football player. Mm -hmm. um, every person's different. I tell them all the same thing, man. It's like a coach. A coach, you could be the exact same running back, and the coach is going to like this guy because he plants just a little bit different. Uh, same with, same with uh, players that I represent. Everyone's different. Uh, I'm very blessed that I have some really good guys underneath me that I get to represent. Uh, Drew Powell. Drew Powell. I just talked to Drew Fantastic. earlier today. Yeah, Drew is one heck of a talent. Um, I was just and, watching him today uh, in film, actually. Yeah, he's When he played bad. for the Rattlers. <laughs> yeah, and he has re-signed with the Rattlers. He's with Kevin and Jeff and them guys up there. Uh, but we are actively trying to get him in front of a team right now. So uh, indoors there, but everybody's go-to is, we don't want to go back to outdoor 11-man. Absolutely, I get it. Some guys are built for indoor. Some guys yearn for the outdoor 11 man. And Drew's one of those. Drew lights up the indoor man. And uh, he's due for an outdoor. He's due, he's due for an 11 man. So uh, That's a cool way to like hear how it's described from like an agent. That mm -hmm. <laughs> 11 man, like I've never heard of like just, because for me, I mean, my journey stopped 
right after college, like I was done with football. So it was just football to us. But like when you talk about like indoor and then what people are trying to play outside for a lot of men, that's like crazy. Just to hear that, how, how that's kind of played, just the wordplay around that. Well, the guys, there's a mixed bag. Uh, I deal with a mixed bag of guys. Some guys that played indoor that want to get out. Some guys that play indoor that want to stay indoor but want a better opportunity. Or some guys that like, hey, can we get a workout? And I was like, okay, let's see what we can do. I'm, I'd be, I'm very realistic and harsh with the guys. I'll say that. Like, if you're playing indoor right now, let's just say IFL, you might get a shot at a workout, like a futures workout for the NFL or something like that. It's not going to happen very often. Is there a couple guys that can do it? Hell yes, there is. I represent a few of them. Uh, Trey Wofford, uh, Brian Miller, those dudes, those dudes can play. They just need to get in front of somebody. Um, and uh, hopefully this coming month when the borders are supposed to open for Canada, we'll get it going. Um, but yeah, so indoor, obviously you guys are familiar with it. Indoor, it's, it's a crapshoot. If you're not in the IFL or one of the higher leagues, you are paying, you're playing for pennies, high risk, low reward. And Absolutely. now you're just doing it straight for the love of the game instead of uh, a paycheck. Um, so I weed out, I'm going back to that. I weed out a few guys and say, hey, send me, send me your film. And I say, give me a good contact information. And I'll contact them. I said, hey, uh, I'll, I'll call you and discuss options. If I can't represent you, if I can't place you, I just can't do it. it there's so much time involved uh, for, for me to waste my time and their time thinking they might gonna, they're going to get like an indoor contract or an outdoor contract. No, no. So that's why I deal with a lot of the high-end indoor guys um, and outdoor uh, right now. And I'm just, I try to be honest with them. No, absolutely. What, yeah. What, what kind of advice would you give like the lower level, like that are lower than the IFL or you know, those random ones. Film. 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 Uh, I don't care what level you're at. It's film, film, film. So you guys played. Just think think like recruiters uh, for colleges. Send me your film. Send me your, how, what's your film? What's your film? What's your film? Yeah, and, same concept. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I don't care if, if it's rec league or higher. Get a good quality film and you can, we can make somebody in a commodity. Uh, but if you don't have any film, no nothing, there's, I'm not, you're not even going to get a sniff unless you have a huge big name coming out of college. Yeah. And if you have that, you already have the film. Yeah, exactly. so, absolutely. That's so kind of how like Tom, one of our, uh, one of our buddies we had on what our, was that our second podcast? Yeah. Had him on here and we essentially just talked about how these days like you have all the social media platforms and everything if you can't get film out no you're not going to be trusted because it's so easy these days you have twitter you have huddle you have youtube 100%. you have instagram if you're not giving it your shot to get recruited for college by just sending just sending a hundred spam uh spam dms like it's yeah. it's not a hard concept these days it's not like you had to go vcr record have someone yeah. put up some tape for you then physically mail in stuff it's yeah right the button now it's it's like literally it's pretty simple 
Like it, it's really nuts how simple it is now. Just to, if you just got to give it the effort. That's all that really matters. I think guys do a pretty good job at because I get a lot of DMs with film and that kind of stuff. And I'm not even a big time agent. If I'm getting hammered like that, then I can just imagine what some of like the Boris is and all those kind of guys uh, get. It's just, it is a large volume. No, 100%. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, just film, film, film. Get yourself in front of these these workouts. I, I tell the people, don't go to those kind of cash grab places where you have to pay like a hundred bucks to go get a workout. You're paying for somebody's vacation and that's not going anywhere. Save that money, get a trainer, uh, go to the, like your local workouts. If you have an indoor team, something like that, get some workout film, like do it and then submit that stuff. That's what people want to see. Uh, don't, don't be going out in your backyard throwing the ball with your, with your brother, <laughs> thinking you're going to get a, a huge contract because it's not going to happen. No, absolutely. So what's the like, process Uncle look Rico's like? not getting called over here. <laughs> He's throwing not. dives behind the back. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So, yeah, what's film, the, film, film. What's the process look like for you? So someone might just slide in your DM, send you film, then where do you go from there? Uh, so I, I usually take about 24 hours. Uh, to review the film. I try to get back to the guys. So they've taken their time to reach out to me. Uh, and so I know they're kind of serious or they're kind of interested. Like, what do you think about this? So um, I have them email me stuff or I have them email me their film, their resume. Were you an all American? Were you an all conference player? Stuff that I can go off of before I start pulling all the information, like their NCAAs or their NAIA stuff, anything like that. So usually the process is, they send me their information, I review it, and I send it to a, I send it to a couple teams as well uh, and have them graded. And if they, if they come back as a grade, okay, you know what? And sometimes uh, speed and football speed, that'll, I love football speed. Get on that field and watching it, you're like, that kid can play. And um, Drew Powell, I'm just gonna go right back to him. He's just one of those guys like, that he can play. So, uh, and once I've made a decision, uh, I'll reach back out to him, ask him, uh, when's a good time to call and I'll text him that kind of stuff. And that's when I'll start the conversation of what do you guys, what do you see yourself as? What do you actually want? Cause some guys just want indoor. Some guys want the CFL, uh, tryout. Um, some want European X league. Uh, some people want to go to the Mexico league stuff like that. So uh, I listen to them and then I try to find them the best route to match what they're wanting to do. So. Got you, got you. So how do you, how do you make money off this or do you make money? I should even ask. I do. Uh, uh, I'm licensed. So I have every single player that I have under me um, sign an agreement. Um, there is a percentage I get out of their contracts and that is one of it. Uh, a player fee. I have a yearly player fee uh, that covers a lot of my paperwork and all of that is covered through the contracts. So gotcha, yeah, I don't gotcha. do this for free. Yeah, so, <laughs> That's a lot of work that goes into it. <laughs> yeah. That would like, I, I'd be on the soup line. So <laughs> yeah. Asking this praying for stimulus checks to come in on over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, uh, but yeah. just, 
just speaking about money, obviously, mm-hmm. and just like the big the big name. So Rich Paul, I'm just throwing an agent out that mm-hmm. just he he's just the man, and he's backed mm-hmm. by LeBron. But yeah. then go into like I guess a, a fantasy world, and I know myself and Corey. I'm assuming. Have you ever watched Ballers? I have. So <laughs> tell just, me, just like, you're like, well, tell me the difference. Tell me the difference of real life sports management. Of would you say you're a low to mid guy? I'm a mid guy. Mid I'm guy. Not a low. Okay. I, when I started, I was low because I was just yeah. like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And yeah. I had to take my test. I had to do all that kind of stuff. Um, so, but ballers, that's straight TV, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like maybe like the 1% of the 1%. You'll always say like, here the billionaires. Yeah. That's what that show is. Um, there's very few agencies that are like that. Um, and they're in business for like 30, 40 years. And they have the top of the top of the top talent and they only carry like five or six guys yeah they're probably um, with patrick mahomes just like what rich paul does <laughs> yeah. rich yeah. paul his story is crazy because he was selling um like dvds and like sneakers to the cavaliers players and lebron just brought him on to be his agent what he has the LeBron, yeah he has lebron anthony mm-hmm. davis every young talented kid that's coming up like the guy, how the ballers is, is how Rich Paul is in real life. Like, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he earned he earned a star level's trust, uh, and he grew from there. Because a the star will say, hey, you should get with my man over here. Yeah. And honestly, that I've actually got quite a few clients that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I understand best, that aspect. The best stuff. referral is, you know, by word of mouth. Like, it's Absolutely. Trust. It is. Uh, but yeah, the ballers, man, it's great entertainment, but, uh, uh, I'm far from that. Uh, I grind, <laughs> I grind daily. Like I talk <laughs> to teams, uh, from about 6 a.m. Eastern time all the way up until like seven or eight Eastern time, depending on what they need. And I talk to different nice. leagues, different owners, different, it could be player personnel. It could be a GM. It could be anything, um, in multiple leagues. And it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trying to get somebody in real quick. So do, do you need a, um, a college degree to become an agent? Like, how does that it work? Is, it is highly recommended. Yeah. Uh, so like the CFLPA, that kind of, you, you have to fill in all that kind of stuff. Like NFL, NFL PAs, NFL advisors, uh, con- agents, sorry. Um, most of them have, they're lawyers, man. And uh, I don't have a I don't have a law degree. I have a business administration degree, uh, which has qualified me. Um, so from the University of Oregon, boys. Nice. Hey. Go Can you please refer to him as Uncle Phil? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Uncle Phil wants to sponsor the podcast, you yeah, never know, on. man. So. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so there is a there is a lot of work that actually goes into um, qualifying as an agent. Yeah, uh, a lot of documents. I recommended that you do have a degree. Um, it's just an aptitude. It's mm-hmm. it's part of the aptitude stuff. Um, and some of the man, those tests are not those are not easy. They're not easy it. at yeah. all. 
you're because reading you're like dealing, you're handling and stuff. people. Yeah, yeah, you're handling people and negotiating. Yeah. And I have learned a little bit along the way, and I, I'll continue to learn. Um, just like any job, you sometimes you're like, wow, all right, that's how you do this. Uh, a lot of it's the network. Like I have been very fortunate to uh, have good repertoire with a lot of GMs and a lot of head coaches. So that's opened up a lot of avenues for me too. So, but yeah, so if anyone wants to do it, go in, just look at, look at some of the um, uh, exams you're gonna have to take, the tests you're gonna have to take, that kind of stuff. You're just like, okay, yeah, yeah time to study. Yeah, so I, I looked yeah. into it before I went to uh, grad school. I actually mm -hmm. looked into uh, like sports management. It's in uh, Saint, the St. John's program. So they okay. had something. They have something at St. John's. That I remember I looked at it, and basically the whole, just like how you go to law school, you're essentially exactly how you're. You go to law school, and you're basically just studying three years, two years, however long it is for the bar exam, and that's exactly mm -hmm. how the this course was basically set up. Is you're just essentially no just studying us. for the tests. <laughs> so it's like yeah. it's like nuts. So like little quizzes about certain how to take the test and like how to break down the test and analyze it. It's a lot. You, you're like reading clauses and like reading yep. the, the fine name. print. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, That's not for your boy. Essentially being a, I'm caught on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of little things, man. If you don't clarify a few things, you're going to get taken to the cleaners. hundred percent. So. So, so how do you feel about players like Richard Sherman who just do it by themselves? They're like, I'm not hiring an agent. I mean, he's a Stanford. You know guy. what? Hey, for all of Richard Sherman does, man, that man is very smart. He's a Stanford guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, think of like an Andrew Luck, too, man. Those guys, he, he had an agent, though, but they're smart enough. Another Stanford to, guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> negotiate. Um, so the Shermans, those kind of guys, that's very few and far between. But dang it, once they do it and they can show it's done, it gives other guys the possibilities like, oh, I can do this too. You can, you just have to, you have to be open to learn. Mm -hmm. you, like the know-it-alls, that kind of stuff, you're not gonna get it anywhere. And uh, Sherman, Sherman's pretty dang smart. Yeah. He's not a bad player either. So. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not, you're not gonna get that from a, a SEC guy. <laughs> hey, 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 I, I represent i represent a couple guys they're pretty smart to you spoken like a true ohio state fan oh yes of course ej price i have your back ej played at uh kentucky he's one of my he's one of my guys <laughs> yeah. my fault yeah. <laughs> let's go hey it's all about the o though ohio state uh, i don't know about yeah the o of his, as an organ Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, State. I'm a Syracuse fan. I'll just stay out of this. I'll let you guys argue back and forth. Hey, you guys were good last year. Not the year that just passed two years ago. <laughs> not the COVID year. Yeah, not no the COVID comment. This year doesn't even count. No, seriously. How, do you, how you do you feel about um, just, I guess, just this COVID year with all these guys, are, especially the seniors, are essentially getting a free year. How do you feel about that? What was that? I'm so sorry. So basically with the COVID restrictions and everything, seniors that, you know, the guys that, let's oh, say yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sean, Sean Wade mm -hmm. playing awful 
so bad. Should have just left last year when he was a junior. <laughs> Wanted to come back for more money. Worst thing he could have done, but there's going to be a COVID year, so he essentially gets another year if he does want to come back one more. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about those guys in that situation? You know, uh, it's tough because we've never been through this before. Yeah. And when it first started, I actually thought about this. I'm like, are they going to lose their eligibility? What what what's what going to go on here? Because no one actually had clarification. Yeah. Everyone's just like, well, this is what we're going to do, or this is how we're going to do it, or or this. Um, I'm all for giving everybody a fair shake. If 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 the law of the land says, hey, we're going to do it this way, then so be it. Do it this way. Make it make it unilateral for all the seniors. Okay. Um, it's not, it's not their fault and it's not the university's fault, the NCAA's fault that COVID hit. Yeah. Make it fair for them. Um, if you start trying to peel back people's years, stuff like that, that's when all the animosity and the under, underground turrets of discontent comes in. And I think the NCAA has done a decent job on it. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're going to change stuff up. Yeah. They are. What's going to happen and what we're going to be seeing is a log jam of players, um, like the quarterbacks and the running back, all those skill guys mm-hmm. that were like, oh, we know who number one is. Not really, because we could have three or four dudes that are coming out yeah. that could be number one. Um, and people have to think about that when they're trying to get on a team now, too, because now there's a log jam of players. Yeah, me and, Corey, me and Corey were actually just talking about that. We were saying, like, so I have a younger brother who's a freshman in college right now, and mm-hmm. we're talking. He's, like, young enough where he could have uh, reclassified. So we were like, it's a good thing that he didn't because now going into school year, you never know. Because usually if you were a freshman coming in, you're like, oh, wow, they have, let's say, talking basketball, they have eight seniors on the team. I'm going to that school all these guys are going to be out of here. But now yeah, right? now you have to look. You're like, whoa, I have this big freshman class coming in with me because we thought we were going to replace these seniors, but now half of those seniors come back. Wow, half of those seniors that came back, all of them are guards. Now that's your spot. So the transfer portal, port, uh, portal is going to be insane Absolutely. this yeah. upcoming year. It's going to be nuts for every mm-hmm. sport. Yeah, basketball, because, I mean, you have limited scholarships. You have limited seats. And those guys that were seniors that should be getting moved out, and you have the national recruiters, you have your regional recruiters saying, hey, come play, come play. We have a spot for you. We might not have a spot for you now. Now we might not be able to offer you a full. You're going to have to be a walk-on. Or And then now now the parents are like, it trickles down. It's like, well, can we afford the school if we don't get a, a scholarship? Or can we get a partial scholarship or there's a lot that is going into play right now that we're in new, we're in new territory. We are. And um, luckily we have a couple seasons. uh, I'm so sorry. We have a couple sporting seasons like the NCAA basketball. We had, uh, uh, we'll have NCAA uh, another full season, hopefully Uh, NFL where they actually have kind of like a blueprint outline uh, to move forward for this coming year as well. The, the lower divisions, uh, some of the NAIAs, that kind of stuff, they had to halt all of their football until spring. And some of the seniors like, peace, I'm out. Yeah. And they're going to try, yeah, they're going to try their, 
Yeah, uh, because I can't, I can't blame a kid for whatever he wants to do. We all go to college to get the best job we can. And if your best job is thinking you're going to be getting paid playing the sport that you're going for, so be it. Uh, just make sure you can sleep at night with that or stay in school and get a degree. Yeah. Um, always have something to fall back. Your body doesn't hold up forever. It doesn't. Um, you, you do need an education these days. And uh, if, if, teams, if teams lay it out like they did this year, I think we're going to be fine because they did show that they can have kids come in uh, the transfer portal is going to be active. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. But the coaches and the, and, and the staffs and that kind of stuff, they're, I think they're explaining to the kids, hey, if you have an opportunity, go for it. If not, we love having you here. Stay here. And I think it is obviously it's a per, base, per basis. Um, you have the uber talented guys that are going to leave early anyway. They're like, hey, we just have to play one year out. Yeah. But you have the, some of the guys that don't come into their own until year three, year four. They're seeing the junior and senior years where no one even sniffed at them. They're like, oh, who's this guy? Absolutely. And now they're, yeah. now they're on boards. So, Those little and bloomers. That, yeah. the, and that might not happen with COVID because those seniors are taking that kid's spot. Yeah. Seriously. So I, I, don't, so I just weird. don't know. I hope, just like everybody, I mean – we're intelligent enough to get past this. We're tel- intelligent enough to figure out ways to operate inside of it. And they have, and I expect the same. Yeah. Yeah. I expect it. Like the, again, these owners, these organizations, um, they want to play mm-hmm. like it's money. It's yeah. money in their pockets. Like stuff is not for free. They need the fans. They need the sponsorships. They need the viewerships. Uh, and they need the athletes to be able to play that. Um, those big, large TV deals, man, those things, those things will figure out how to play in bubble COVID settings very quickly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. That they will. <laughs> now, I have another question to, I like staying in the college, college realm of things because that's okay. where you, that's where your spotlight's under essentially. And then obviously you go into the, the small leagues, but so you see how the NBA is doing a lot of their, um, so they, they just switched up a big aspect on how the NBA is because of the G League and all of those teams like that. Do you think okay. football will ever have some sort of developmental league that will actually be XFL, successful? Bro, come on. But, but that is actually, like, successful into the next level. Because the G League, because the yeah, think yeah. about it. Because in, in basketball, you have overseas. Spain mm-hmm. is perfect. That I mean, Spain. You're there's millionaire basketball players in Spain. Absolutely, China, their leagues are insane. Do you ever think there's going to be a league like that for American football? Where okay, I don't want to play and I just don't want to do the college thing. Can I go here one year? I leave and now I'm playing for the Saints Super Bowl mm-hmm. Sunday. So there's a couple blueprints out there. Yep. Uh, the XFL is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the XFL showed the masses that this is not a gimmick. They had high-level talent inside that league. Yep. They had all conference players playing in that league. What killed them was COVID. It did. They were on a good, successful path. Uh, 
I, I've talked, I talked to the league, I've done all that. And they were on a, they were on a great trajectory. And um, obviously we, we, we know what's transpired since then um, with Danny and, and the rock and the venture capital group, all that kind of stuff, kind of taking yeah. it over. Uh, that I would say is one a, okay. One uh, B it could be like four or five different leagues. It really could. You have all these startup leagues um, that, oh, you have like the, uh, the fan controlled league. That was uh, Johnny Manziel. Is that what he's playing? Yeah. On? Johnny Manziel. You have that kind of stuff. I'm not too, I'm not too familiar with it. I have reached out to him to kind of ask a few questions. Uh, Cause I've had a few guys ask me about it too. And I don't want to tell my guys, oh yeah, this is going to be great. And it turns out that it's not even worth our time at all. And I'm not saying that that is the case. I'm just saying, I don't know enough about the, the fan controlled one. It looks like it's backed by a lot of good guys. So I think if we give them a year, maybe two, that could be a good little yeah. secondary league. But as, as what you're asking for is what, what like be a, would be like a stepping stone yeah oh, xfl man xfl is is it is a it was an oiled machine it's legit yeah it was the xfl and it's going to be a much better this year uh this coming year uh it's they're going to bring in some high level talent again. i mean this is going to be the year for it too yeah especially and when we're just talking seniors and stuff it may have helped that they, that they did postpone covid because yeah. they got a year to like okay this is our blueprint. This is what we can install. Yeah. This, I mean, a lot of these just throw it together and say, okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, they were there. It seems like they might be very fortunate because of COVID. Um, They're going to stay a little there's seniors. Some amazing talent. In the yeah. And they pay well. You're not going to get super rich off it, but you're going to get that year film if you make a team. And you might, you might parlay that with the CFL contract or an NFL invite or an NFL futures contract. Uh, you never know. Uh, but going back to what you asked, I, I, I think the XFL is, is hands down. Um, the de- I don't even want to call it the developmental league because there's, those players are dang good. And they have very good coaching staffs uh, that are well-ran. Um, I would say it's a good – Third option beside the NFL, the CFL, I would say the XFL is going to be right there with them. Nice, I'm uh, excited to see that. Just for the simple fact, for the simple fact that they showed it wasn't a gimmick. They didn't look at Seattle. Look at the the, the Seattle team, the Dragons. Man, they had great crowds. Yeah, great crowds. I mean, that's a great and to be I expect in, the for same. football. Yeah, I expect the same. Uh, so they're fortunate. They're, they're one of the leagues that are kind of fortunate that COVID did happen because they can regroup and they have some very, very good people in place to manage it. I was hoping they were going to bring back luck as the commissioner, Oliver. They didn't do that. Uh, he had a lot of success. And uh, that league last, uh, last year was successful because of him, because of all of his NFL Europe stuff. Yeah. Um, all of his NFL background. Uh, so they can parlay, the XFL parlay off of that. 
No, hundred percent. Corey? Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything else that you wanted us to question you about that you didn't get a chance to talk about and anything? Uh, let's just see. Uh, for the for the average football player that's really wanting to get somewhere, uh, be honest with yourself. Okay, you you have the guys that are like mid late thirties that think they're gonna, still going to get a shot. It's very few and far between. Okay, um, not saying it can't happen, but. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. It's going to, it could happen, but, uh, be honest with yourself. Okay. Um, don't listen to all of your hype man or sit there and watch your own video a thousand times thinking you're the best player in the world. Awesome. I'm glad that you think that, but now let's put you up against other people, uh, in your same position and be realistic. Can you compete with that person? And if you can do it, do it, uh, put your whole heart into it. Uh, uh, Martavius was out for a couple years um, and he just signed with Toronto because he is, he's a hundred percent refocus. Um, he's a guy that is uber talented, um, made a couple mistakes, uh, but he's a great, a great guy that people can look on too. Cause he's just an average guy, man. An average guy that is one hell of a football player. Um, he's human and, uh, don't let, don't let people tell you no, if you, if it's in your heart to really try. Okay. Just don't, there's always a will. If there's a will, there's a way. That's the old cliche saying. Um, and Martavius is one of those guys. He is getting ready to light up the CFL. I'm going to tell you this right now. That guy has a different, he has a different hunger in him now. And if, if a player like that, um, can do it. That's been at, at the NFL high level. Then the guy that's playing the indoor level, he's even hungrier sometimes. He's like, I just need the opportunity. I just need the opportunity. I just need the opportunity. Awesome. Stay out of trouble. Don't get. Don't do anything weird in your housing. <laughs> um, don't. That, that, that kind of stuff has actually cost a few guys deals because they just they can't they can't control themselves. They want to be professional, but they they don't act professionally behind closed doors. And GMs, listen, they all talk to each other. All these guys know each other. It's not like it's 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 not like oh this guy's never going to see. They all talk. So I'd like to get, I'd like I want to keep all the indoor guys kind of that in mind is mind your P's and Q's. Um, and if you do have the will. To- Sorry about that. Uh, we ran into a little uh, technical difficulties, but as uh, our boy Jason said, COVID. So, you know, COVID <laughs> happens. Roll with the punches. All right. So now we're entering into our speed question zone. I'm going to ask the first question. These are going to be random, completely random. All right. You ready? Yep. First question. How do you feel about the transfer portal? Because I had the opportunity to speak with a bunch of NFL teams and I went to three different colleges so they were all kind of question marking it if that makes sense like some people think it's good some people think it's bad I like to say Joe Burrow was a transfer student but Mm -hmm. so was Tate Martell so Mm -hmm. how do you feel about the transfer portal uh I think it needs to be in place because uh again they're young adults and uh young adults sometimes change their mind and uh it's their it's their choice on what education what 
what program they want to continue with. So be it a Syracuse or a Duke or something like that. Um, just like any, any employer, you can put your two weeks in and go, go find another place. So I think the transfer portal is needed. I do. I'm going to answer the, uh, or sorry, I'm going to ask the less serious questions. Uh, who's the heart, what is the hardest position on the football field in your opinion? Oh man, you guys are dirt bags. <laughs> I, I, I represent all of them. Uh, honestly, I don't know. Cause like some of the smartest guys are the centers because they have to know everybody's alignment. They have to know was, the blocking assignment. I wasn't going to go with that. That was a good one. Go, Corey. Well, I think the easiest position is wide receiver. I, yes. I throw that's me the easiest position. I think literally, I think that's easy. The hardest, I would say either, I don't want the easy answer is a corner. I'm going to say quarterback. Corner. Corners are yeah, quarterback, a hard position. Man. Quarterback. At the higher levels, at the higher levels, I would say quarterback. Physically, cornerback is the hardest position. It, yeah. DB is very hard. I'll give you that. You're guarding four, three guys going that back. know where they're going, <laughs> and not yeah, and getting yelled. Don't let him beat you over the top. Yeah, yeah. Tyreek Hill, what do you, what do you want me to do? Yeah, play yeah, off and he just runs a comeback. Yeah, <laughs> hip ride him, hip ride him. So, yeah. yeah, Corey, go. All right, ah, oh, I gotta think of another one. Gotta think of another one. All right, so favorite part of your job. Oh man, I get to meet new players all the time. Uh, I like, I like the fulfillment of contracts, man, because they're like, all right, I have a home now. Like it is, it's rewarding. It really is to say, hey, we got you, we got you a contract. Is would you like to play here? And nine out of ten times, they're like, yes. So, I think uh, uh, the fulfillment of, yeah, it is. it's a great feeling and to know that you're part of that process. Um, Cause I look out for each individual guy. Like I have his best interest at heart. Um, I, I put myself in his shoes. If I wouldn't be there, I sure as heck wouldn't put him there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably placement, uh, placing players. This football conference. Oh, do pack 12. Oh, no. Oh, I was like, wait, what? I was not expecting that. Oregon, baby. Oregon. I say ACC. Oregon. So. Oregon. Clemson. The SEC is pretty dang good. I'll give them that. But that's a top the ducks, buddy. Top to bottom. You want me to tell you guys what it is? Oh, code. So top to bottom, uh, SEC. SEC, East or West. They're they're deep. They Those are deep. Those are deep conferences. I'm biased. What were you going to say, Gene? With who? Indiana? Yeah, what? Shout out to my boy Stevie Scott at Indiana. Always, <laughs> From the Qs. We so many guys top 25. We're right there. It's big, it's big 10 or SEC. It is not ACC football. Go, Corey, next question. We have Clemson. <laughs> next question. Craziest story that you have. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> While being an agent, not like life stories. Oh, yeah, being we an want agent. A, we want a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like ballers. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. I had to, I had to get a player out of his contract and he is a high level player and he wouldn't go anywhere unless it was all first class. And I was like, dude, you're out in the middle of nowhere. And so we actually had to get him a plane, a little, a plane to get him out of, out of a situation. So it's just a plane. I'm just imagining no, like Iowa. Like, dude, you guys have no idea. Yeah. In a snowstorm. Like, Idaho. Idaho. Exactly. Yeah, right? Idaho and in a snowstorm like, or a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> trying, to get a, trying to get a player out because he had to report too. That's the thing. He, he was having to report. Like, if you don't report on, man, you're done. Yeah. Like there's things that you're fine. You're, and it's like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And I kept pushing him like, don't wait until the last second. Don't wait until the last second. What do you do? You wait until the last second. So uh, rushing a guy to get him to uh, the hotel so he can check in with the team. That is. Uh, yeah. And I'll definitely. <laughs> I'll it's nothing it crazy. Out. We're not at strip clubs. Uh, <laughs> but, but going 500 uh, grand in an hour. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go two questions. So, who is more of the GOAT in their sport, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan? Oh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, easily. Uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Tom Jordan's Brady. a man, dude. Like a man. Tom, Brady. Tom Brady's amazing. But Think Tom Brady Tom Brady does. You're a I know, I, I see that. Giants fan. So like hey, I, hey, get, hey. I get it. Well you talk about Jordan, buddy. Hey, I mean, if Jordan didn't take his little hiatus and thought he was gonna play baseball, and we all understand why, because it was his dad's sport. Like, we get why he Jordan is mentally soft. He would not survive in today's NBA. He quit not even because he got, he got bullied because of his failed gambling ventures. I'm a, I'm a LeBron guy. <laughs> I am yeah, I, a LeBron So the NBA was a lot more physical back then. This, this, the, these days, the NBA is not as physical as it used to be. They played in a pretty physical, a very physical it's, it's uh, Entertainment era. standards now. It's contract oh, yeah. standards, TV standards now. They have to adjust a little bit. Not to take it away from Brady. I mean, come on. Brady's but, the goat. I think Brady's dude, one of the. I think he's. I think Brady's the goat of football. I do. I think like, of all sports, all American sports. What he, what he's doing is crazy. Everyone thought he needed fair. Belichick, and look what he, look where he's at. I know. Now, 100%. now let's creep LeBron into that. Let's let's creep LeBron into that little conversation and actually see what he's done. Um, I'm, I'm a LeBron guy, so I can go all day with that. We frozen. Take a look again um, in our lifetime, and he's. I mean, he can do it. He can do it again. Like we hear of the Wilt Chamberlains and the Creams and all that kind of stuff. He's kind of what we have in our era. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, oh, absolutely. I, he, just, he dominates. He puts yeah. teams on his back. Yeah. Like if I, he truly wanted to, he'd have a triple double every night. Yeah. 
He would. Me, me and one of my friends are actually just talking. We're like, it's crazy because you'll never see that LeBron, Jordan, mm. Kobe player again because well, you, know was, guys, you know those guys. You know those guys when they're like thirteen years old. You're you're like mm-hmm. this dude is just too good. Like everyone, yeah. everyone's so high on Zion, but you got to realize how he's scoring is so one dimensional. Yeah, these, these other guys were they were getting after it. Is stepped in the league. Kobe and LeBron were going off. Jordan developed mm-hmm. a little bit more as he was in. He had to work his ass off a little bit more. But Kobe, he's playing against literally professional players, and uh, I forgot where his dad was somewhere overseas when he was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. LeBron was like 6'9 at 13 years old, <laughs> <laughs> like shooting three-pointers. and just well, being a football player, too. I mean, but the thing is, you see, all these guys still had to produce, and they produced at a high yeah. level, yeah, day in and day out. Like, Talk there's no longevity. taking off days. Yeah. Like, no taking off days because why? They're a lightning rod. If yeah. they take a day off, like, they're getting lit up by the media um lead news and those kind of guys right there they have a different killer instinct yeah the brains i don't think the joe montana those kind of guys those guys will beat you and then put their their foot on your throat to make sure that hey i just you just got beat by me yeah those that's the kind of mentality those guys have so it's scary um yeah yeah like that's even how Tom Brady beats people in and now like I don't know who controls his Instagram accounts, but he has one of the best Instagram <laughs> accounts by far. He trolls after every win. It's the he greatest. Might be doing it. Yeah. He that's what like, I'm like doing Tom it. Brady might be doing it, but like he what he does is insane. Like he's just yeah. chilling with Gronk. Corey, I'm just telling <laughs> their you. Video. He, doesn't Brady. Take, he doesn't take the personal side of the stuff too serious. He takes the business side football very serious yeah but the other aspect of it like life he knows he hasn't made like he gets oh, it he's not even making the most money in his relationship yeah you can't <laughs> exactly. you can't deny his work ethic none of those yeah. guys work ethic. like to be some of the best players in the world those are the guys that come to the gym first and leave last mm-hmm. and what you see on the tv is uh the outcome of all that hard work so yeah like we're pretty fortunate we're very i'm very fortunate because i got to see magic michael colby lebron and and the next future in basketball in my lifetime and i got to see montana drew Brees. drew Brees is freaking yeah amazing uh yeah aaron that's how he went out his last game i hate that's how he went out i know it's yeah so we've been very fortunate Every generation, like, oh, these were our Rogers. best players. Oh I don't know. We have a couple good ones. Michael Vick. Michael Vick oh, changed how. <laughs> he just changed 100%. how people played quarterback. You had Cunningham and then Vick. Yeah. So, growing up, Warren Moon was my favorite player. And I was like, man, that guy is smooth out there. Yeah. And he was a different player than Cun- Cunningham. And then here comes along this this kid called Vic, and you're just this like, lefty assassin. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, Gene, I know you love him. Seventy yards down the field. That's <laughs> the reason. I, that's the reason I played quarterback. Like I literally, 100%. yeah. I'm a lefty. <laughs> Wearing number seven. Up, I wore number seven growing up. I had a towel. My yeah. Jersey was tucked. 
underneath my shoulder. I think Michael Vick cleats. That, yes, I had <laughs> Michael Vick Nike cleats that changed the uh, the Nike check. Yeah, changed the I color. Was, I was because really it made you run faster. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. You like, put them on like I can really it made move. You high top, high top cleats <laughs> for a skill yeah. player. Oh my god! What Michael Vick was doing was <laughs> stupid. He was yeah. He was but the thing is, is he had all that natural talent too. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he just flick his wrist and thing was gone. Yeah, it's just like even when you like after all the BS and then he went to the Eagles, he mm-hmm. was still just elite player. Like it was yeah. crazy. Slinging that <laughs> like, it, it was. We really have seen some like phenomenal. Now you have like the the Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You have like just Lamar Jackson, what he does in their elementary school offense <laughs> like it's just <laughs> crazy what they do man yeah <laughs> like, it's they nuts. still have to produce that's the thing like even yeah. though like like i think people get like um so used to seeing these guys come back put up 30 points all that kind of stuff they mm-hmm. still have to make completions they yeah. have to be able to read the defenses they have to i mean and then barring injuries or i mean what Patrick Mahomes is doing right now is stupid. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> playing at a different level right now. And you can you can just see it. Yeah. So and that's the fun aspect of sports is he's like, dude, that dude is you know who's not a dude. Bad. You know who's yeah. a dude. All these guys Absolutely. are guys, and that's the dude out there. So yeah. <laughs> Josh Allen coming to his own. Like, out of Wyoming. Yep. Yeah. Like you, uh, he was highly guys. sought after too. Uh, I think it was a very good um, uh, lateral move because he came, he went, he left, he played in a cold environment, which is Wyoming, yep. uh, and went to the built, which is a cold environment. Yeah. Like they knew what they were getting. They knew he was going to be able to produce in cold environments. Some guys just can't, um, but mean, they'll show sense. up, they'll play. Um, they knew, they knew what they were getting, and sure enough, did it pan out for them. Yeah. People don't throw the weather into like account. If you're from no, Dade 100%. County, your whole entire life, and, well, and, and if guys... you're a pocket passer from mm-hmm. Dade County, you're not going to produce <laughs> up north. If you're a runner, you're always hot. <laughs> you're, yeah. always, you're running around. But if you're a pocket passer out of Dade County, you're not going to produce in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Probably like not going to happen. No. Corey, let's go. Finish us off. All right. So my last question for you is where can people find you on social media? Uh, a couple places, actually. Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, Jason Adams Titan Management. Um, you can also find me on Facebook at uh, Titan Elite Agency. Uh, and then you can go to my website, uh, www.titaneliteagency.com. You can kind of see uh, what I have going on. And oh, and Twitter. I am on Twitter as well. I don't tweet as much, but I, I do have an account. I try to I pay attention. Uh, the younger kids love Twitter, I see. The younger college <laughs> kids, they're on it. <clears throat> yeah. So I got to be on it too. Um, but yeah, Instagram, uh, the Facebook page, we just, we just went live with that today. Uh, and then our website. The website will kind of explain what we do. Perfect. We offered the, the placement, the negotiations, um, the product services that we have, and some of the players that we have. We're still in the process of loading our site. Uh, I manage about 60 guys at all different levels. 
and trying to stay on top of that. Um, my IT guy, my, my marketing web guy probably hates my guts. So <laughs> it's, but it's pretty good. I enjoy it. I have, I'm very fortunate to do what I do. Um, so I, I don't have any complaints. I just, I don't. Got it. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, yeah. obviously for just being on passion changes, everything. But mm -hmm. appreciate, um, I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, we definitely learned a lot. And I know our viewers and listeners are going to learn a lot, just a different aspect of sports. Uh, we talk about always the player side, but we mm -hmm. talk about the college recruiting side. Um, we've had our input on the coaching side, but now from hearing it from more of the business standpoint, uh, I think it's very important for our, a lot of our listeners and uh, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah, yes. just make sure I'm going to tell all the listeners and you guys is uh, the young call the, the college kids or even the guys that are coming out. Make sure you find an agent that will work for you. Um, some of them will just get you and just put you away in their back pocket. Find a guy that will make the calls on your behalf, make the connections on your behalf. Um, just just don't just run up and say, oh, I'm with this guy. Don't do that. Make sure this person's going to work for you. So um, that's about all I have. So I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, thank you. I look forward to, look yeah, forward to listening so to much. it and uh, listen to the future ones. And uh, sure. glad you guys are doing well. Yes, I appreciate yes, it. Thank you. You have a good one and good yes, night. Sir.